Today we're going to be talking about Lolita from 3121, recorded in 2005 at Paisley Park and released on the 21st of March uh, 2006. Um, on the track it is mostly Prince, uh, although there are some fellas and some ladies that Prince <laughs> interacts with later on in the song that I think are either members of the New Power Generation or, you know, just people who were around Prince's uh, studio at the time of recording. Uh, the track is four minutes to six, and joining me to talk about today is Martin Zand. Hello, Martin. Hello. Yeah. So, I mean, as a, a like, a, obviously, the title of the track is is clearly designed to evoke something. You know, like the the the, the name Lolita. People, you know, certainly have thoughts about. Um, well, I mean, both the films, the novel. Um, you know, it's a, it's it's obviously designed as a name that kind of immediately kind of conjures a picture of like a younger woman, uh, maybe too young. And an older man, uh, possibly too old, um, and so I think I think when people name you know name something Lolita or they name a character Lolita or there's you know something with Lolita in it, I think they're trying to play off a certain image um, without kind of having to you know do the the legwork. Um, although I don't know that that's completely true for this song. I mean, um, there's a there's a bit later on in the song where there's some Spanish. Um, so, so I don't know if it's just that this woman is Spanish and that's why Prince is calling her Lolita. Um, you know, the, the chorus is Lolita, you're sweeter, but you'll never make a cheater out of me. Um, so, which I mean, the way, the way Prince says cheater, it, it sounds like he's trying to say you're not going to make him into a big cat. Um, but I don't think that's what he's going for. Um, but like, so I don't know if it's just because Lolita rhymes with sweeter and cheetah that he's gone for that. I like, I don't know. I there's nothing in here that really kind of, um, kind of say. I mean, he he starts off by asking about show some ID, um. But I mean, in American bars and clubs, people get asked for ID no matter what their age is. So that like, I guess if you're European, you think it's unusual for people to be asking for ID. But in America, it's a common occurrence. So. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I feel like some people have taken the implication that the asking for ID is Prince trying to confirm Lolita's age, and maybe there's something there. But I don't. I don't. You know, he does say you're much too young to peep my stash. Well, exactly. Um, but uh, you know, I, Prince never says an age. He never gives a number. So I don't know. For Prince, too young at this point. He's, uh, you know, when he's recording this song, he's what thirty, thirty six, something like that, forty six. Um, I, I can't quite remember what his age was in 2005. Um, but I'm guessing that anyone pretty like younger than him is too young. Um, you know, like maybe that's his judgment. I don't know. I, I feel, I feel like this, this Prince is trying to do something with that title, but he never really, aside from those two kind of passing references, it's not like he really gets into the idea of, of what, um, you know, what the, the term Lolita implies. Um, but he even starts dropping like name dropping like Frank and Ava, and I'm guessing he means Frank Sinatra and Ava Gardner. Like that. Like I don't know. It doesn't feel like there's a contemporary reference kind of in there. It's it's kind of weird, um, you know. And he talks about pink caddies and 
I don't know. The whole song has. I think kind he's of talking about it. Frank and Ava Jones, just some people he knew in uh, Minneapolis. <laughs> yeah, uh, the Joneses. They're. I mean, you know, they're good people. They like to paint the town. Um, but in that case, it's literal because you know Frank owns like a, a kind of decorating company. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's it's kind of a it's kind of an odd. Like I feel like Prince is trying to say something, but he never really quite kind of goes there. So it's just it's just kind of like you know um, he did perform the song live on a American Idol uh, on the twenty fourth of May two thousand six, uh, where he had I think it was the twins were just dancing around him while he was just kind of singing the song. And uh, I can imagine people who, you know, hadn't seen, you know, who hadn't like heard the song probably being very puzzled as to what Prince was doing, performing this song while these these two women kind of just danced around him. And he didn't really do that much dancing. He just kind of stood there and sung the song and then also did um, he went into Satisfied as well. Um, And that's kind of like one of the more notable live performances of the song. Um, But yeah, so I mean, you know. Uh, the production as well is kind of weird because you have this um, kind of very heavy kind of like synth sound is the main kind of riff. Um, and, and, but with kind of like, uh, I don't know if it's a drum machine or if it's just a, a very produced drum, but it, it sounds kind of like a drum machine. And then over the top of that, you have little bits of guitar here and there that Prince plays. Um, and like I said, later on in the song, there is some kind of call and response with the the fellas and the ladies. And... I don't know, it's it's kind of like coming straight out of the title track. It's kind of a little bit of an odd kind of like direction to take. Like, uh, and like I said, it feels like Prince is trying to say something by calling it Lodita, but he never really pins down exactly what his kind of thoughts are on that. Um, you know, and when we start, he says, you know, you're a VIP at least to me. <laughs> it's like, okay, so I mean. I guess this person is only a VIP to Prince, and that means he's not giving them a VIP pass or anything. Um, this is kind of a weird implication that you know he thinks of this person as a VIP, but not enough to you know actually give them a pass. Um, you know, although he which needs which to I would take ID. with a grain of salt because um, the next line is "Come here and show me some ID." So, um, hey, you're a VIP to me. Who are you? <laughs> yeah. Well, I oh, mean, I, I think actually. I think I think the the kind of the intention is revealed in the next few lines where he says, "I know you're fine from head to pumps. Uh, if you were mine, we'd bump, bump, bump." Um, and it's worth saying as well as this, like the way that Prince delivers these lines um, fits with the kind of, you know, the kind of syncopated synth line. So he delivers the line like it's not as like full lines, but he does the kind of it fits with the the rhythm. So yeah. when he does the, "I know you're fine." from head to pumps <laughs> so he's kind of breaking it up um but yeah so uh, you know he needs to see some id because he knows that this person is attractive um although he says you know you're you're much too young to peep my stash you're trying to write <coughs> checks your body can't cash and i do kind of like this weird you can't hang with this girl it's so it's like he's he's saying uh you know you're a vip let me sh- let me see what's some id you know let's but you're too young to peep my stash and you can't hang with me so it's, I don't know, it feels like he's kind of negging this person, like saying how good they are and then saying they can't hang with Prince. Um, and I think that's why, the, that's, I mean, that's kind of where the chorus makes sense because then he says, Lolita, you're sweeter, but you'll never make a cheater out of me. So he, even though he admires this, this girl, he's basically saying, I'm not going to cheat on you, um, you know, so there's no point. Um, although he does kind of 
<laughs> he does kind of then immediately go, yes, I must admit, long time ago we used to be the, and he doesn't, he does, he does the the weird kind of like censoring himself with a little, Shh. yeah, and then going, uh oh, um, <laughs> so, um, you know, so this is, I mean, this is still, we're still fairly close to Prince's conversion, so, uh, you know, he's he's kind of censoring himself, um, and then he says, you know, like Frank and Ava, we'd paint the town just on the floor, getting way down. Dom Perignon and caviar, the finest clothes and fancy cars. And I like the kind of a side of, you know, one of those 56 pink caddies, baby. Um, and I don't know what like a 56 Cadillac looked like, but I'm going to guess it was gigantic and had massive fins and was probably completely impractical and had extremely low mileage. Um, <laughs> you know, which doesn't really seem like, I mean, i got to be honest, like, uh, you know, like a, a, a big Cadillac doesn't seem like the type of car, you know, that Prince would drive. In all his videos from the early 90s, he always had sports cars. So it seems weird that, I don't know, I, I see, I think of a Cadillac as being something more kind of family driven and more kind of practical than, um, you know, his his kind of bright yellow sports cars that he had in the early 90s. Um, but I, I don't know, there was also a song called Pink Cadillac as well, which I think came out a few years before this. I cannot remember who sings that song. Yeah, and wasn't um, Elvis famous for his fleet of Cadillacs? So I... I don't know, I guess maybe that's an allusion to that, but uh, again, like this weird thing of like these not very contemporary references. And again, like, you know, champagne and caviar, even though they're expensive. uh, I mean, I've had caviar in the past, um, not like super expensive caviar, but, you know, it's just fish eggs, people like it's not that fancy. Um, (laughs) Like, you know, it's just a bunch of eggs that come from fishes. It's like... I feel like people build it up way too much because of the kind of how it feels like it's meant to be fancy. You know, you eat it on a cracker and it doesn't taste very good. It's very, very salty, pretty much, uh, as you would expect from any kind of fish eggs. Well, it's just, um, it's shorthand for um, pointless, expensive food. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I guess the same way that Lolita is shorthand for, you know, inappropriately young girls. So, like, you know, he's just kind of, um, and I guess Pink Cadillac is kind of shorthand for you know, a fancy car, I guess. Um, (laughs) But then he says, you know, your eyes, your mouth, your curly hair, you're bad, no doubt, but I must beware. And then he goes back into the chorus, you know, Lolita, you're sweeter. Um, But then he does this weird thing where he extends it and he says, but I won't be misled. Uh, I'll feed you if it'll please you, but I'll say I see you. You're fine, mamma mia. Uh, no, but you'll never, ever, ever, you'll never, ever, ever, you'll never make a cheater out of me. Which I know, it feels a little bit like too much kind of protestation from Prince there. <laughs> like, you know, he's he's willing to kind of feed someone, um, you know, uh, but he, he's just not going to cheat with them. Uh, it just it just feels like a lot of kind of uh, like overemphasis, particularly all the never, ever, evers. Um, and this is where we kind of get the, the, the kind of little break where we have... Some um, Spanish speaking, which I, I, none of the lyrics places I went to had a kind of a translation of it, and I don't speak Spanish. Um, but there is at some point she does say "puppy" in there, um, and I, I, I'm guessing this is meant to be Lolita persuading, um, you know, Prince. Um, and <laughs> this is where Prince then he does his 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 kind of call and response with the fellas. And he's like, how bad is this girl? And they, they kind of respond with bad, which I'm just kind of like, he's asking how bad she is. And they're just like, bad. Uh, that's as much as they kind of, you know. And then he says, what you want to do? Come on, let's dance. 
so I don't know. He, he's got a bunch of guys that are dancing with him. Um, and he repeats that before saying Lolita. And then he's like, how bad are you, girl? And they agree. Bad. And then they, they also agree they want to dance. Um, so I don't know. It's I, I, I like the kind of Prince call and response stuff with the kind of fake fellas and the fake ladies. Because it's just... Um, I don't know, it's just a weird touch that he puts in. Uh, and I can see it, I can see it kind of working in a live setting as well, like, you know, um, it kind of calling out to the, the ladies and the, and the men in the audience is it, it's obviously something that kind of works in a live setting. Um, and then, you know, he finishes um, by saying, imagine me on the tip of your tongue. Uh, if I took a sip, then I would be on the run. Hellhounds barking round my door. Uh, I can't sip you once, lest I sip you some more. Um, and the, which is, you know, yeah, the tip of the tongue being a, um, you know, possible book of reference there, a reference to um, the book. But I, I mean, I like this kind of like, I can't sip you once unless I sip you some more. So, you know, Prince may be admitting that he's weak and, uh, you know, he can't stay around Lolita because as as we've established, she is bad. And, uh, you know, he has no self-control. And we finished with him singing Lolita. Well, also, um, if I took a sip, then I would be on the run. That's like, seems, seems, like a, seems like a strong suggestion that this girl is quite underage. You know, it could just be the fact that he would be cheating on his wife and maybe she would be coming after him. Um, you know, from, from my understanding, this was around the time that Prince was getting divorced from Manuela. Um, and they had kind of they'd split up a few weeks after thirty one twenty one came out. I, I don't know maybe because this this feels like it could be a song about Manuela. Um, you know, there's a possibility that you know she is the one um, that he cheated on uh, Maite with. You know, uh, a, there was always a suggestion that his marriage to Maite was not fully over by the time he'd met Manuela. Um, so I don't know. She could she could be the the Lolita. Um, in this particular case, you know, the one who's who's inappropriate and who's going to break up the marriage. Or there could be somebody else who has broken up the marriage to, uh, to you know, that Prince was in. Uh, I, I don't know. I like I, I find that like the you know, if you listen to this album, when you go from 3121, which has a very kind of particular production sound, and then you get this kind of uh, kind of uh, syncopated kind of synth sound that kind of it kind of comes out of nowhere. And I'm not a huge, I mean, I, I don't know what synth they're using, but whatever the setting is, I'm not a huge fan of it. And I think the kind of weird kind of offbeat delivery that Prince has of the lines, like it just, um, I don't know. I mean, I think the chorus is fun enough, but I'm just not a fan of the way that Prince delivers the verses. Um, and, you know, there's a little bit kind of guitar. And I think even like the kind of call and response later on, is kind of a little bit cheesy because this whole like you know fellas you know and then the calling the calling the lady is Lolita it's like I don't know it's just kind of it's kind of weird um, you know I would say for me this is probably I don't know like a three out of five um, I think there's a few other songs that are on thirty one twenty one that are probably a little bit more uh, kind of more that I kind of like a bit more than this uh, I you know I don't mind it but I don't know I just I feel like whatever Prince was aiming to say um, kind of gets just lost in the chorus of him doing the whole Lolita mm. sweeter cheetah thing. Like that's, that seems to be the only kind of solid thing that's in here. I would uh, go even lower than three out of five. Like this is musically and lyrically not a great song. This would be um, a mediocre song at best in an average artist's repertoire. 
in Prince's repertoire, it's really bottom tier. So um, I could go two out of five. I, I would I would go one if the baseline wasn't you know kind of solid. But yeah, two out of five for me. I mean, the bass feels like the only kind of real instrument that's in there, aside from the little kind of bits of guitar. Like the rest of it all feels very kind of. This is something obviously once I get to MPLS sound, I'll talk about a bit. Like I enjoy the '80s Prince sound, but once Prince kept trying to return to that kind of like heavy synth and drum machine sound later on, he never. I don't know. He just never kind of achieved the magic of what he did in the '80s, and it always felt like he was trying to reach back to that. I don't know, I just feel like the like the chorus is amusing, but at a certain point you're like, okay, I get it, you're not going to cheat. <laughs> like, if you're not going to cheat, walk away from her and stop talking about her. <laughs> like, leave her alone. Um, you know, that's that's probably, you know, it, your best course of action um, in, in that particular case. If you're not going to cheat, just, just walk away from Lolita. Yeah, also maybe just stop waxing poetic about the um, sexual charms of... Um you know, underage women. Um, and um, I mean, you've, you've said, um, uh, of course, there's nothing explicitly in the lyrics um, that definitely proves that this is about an underage woman, but um, don't, don't lyrically um, reference um, Nabokov if you don't want to, if you don't want people to think um, you're talking about a teenage girl. Um, I, so I feel like we said about as much as we can about Lolita, this particular song. Uh, worth saying that there was also a song by Suzanne Vega, which I think came out about a decade earlier than this, uh, called Lolita. Um, and that's uh, kind of a more interesting song that I would say, you know, a uh, big fan of Suzanne Vega and I really like that song. There's also um, Moi Lolita by Alizé, which was a smash hit in France and um, a decent hit in... Um, Germany and other parts of Europe. I don't know if it made it over to the UK, um, but that's also a much better song, at least musically, than this, um, written by Milan Farmer. No, I can't say I've heard of that song. <laughs> so, uh, well, I feel like we said about as much as we can about this version of a song called Lolita. So uh, let's go to plugs. Is there anything you wish to plug, Martin? Given, given the theme of um, today's episode, I would like to... Um, plug um, a, um, you know, a critical and um, attentive rereading of the novel Lolita by um, Vladimir Nabokov. It's not about what you think it's about. Um, and you can find us on Facebook at Prince Track by Track or on Twitter at Prince Podcast. Or you can email us, not sure where you would, at PrinceTrackByTrack at gmail.com. Thanks so much for being my guest here, Martin. Thank you for having me. And otherwise, goodbye. Bye.